Hi, this is Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Hi, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here. I've got some fun things to talk about, but first I wanted to cover a little bit of Disney news that's been happening in the Disney world. Probably the biggest thing that's happened in the last week that people are talking about is that in Walt Disney World, this is for Walt Disney World, not Disneyland yet, but I'm sure it's coming for Disneyland. So at Walt Disney World, it's been announced that beginning September 3rd, September 23rd, excuse me, there will no longer be a virtual queue for the Rise of the Resistance Star Wars ride. Um, It's just going to go to a standby line, which is interesting. People assume that they're doing this right before, um, starting October 1st, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary at Walt Disney World. So this change is taking place right before that happens. And people are speculating, and I'm sure it's correct, that as soon as the virtual queue is gone, then the Genie Plus Pass that I've talked about. You can go back a couple podcasts and listen to information about that if you missed it. But the Genie Plus Pass will start kicking in then along with the additional paid version. We don't know what it's called. It's just a pay to get to the front of the line at certain rides. And you can do like two a day and we don't know how much it will cost yet. But this is um, kind of what we're assuming. So my guess is that soon after they discontinue the virtual line, then you'll be able to pay for the lightning lane if you choose. And I think they're just hoping that if you show up to ride Rise of the Resistance and it's a four-hour wait, then you'll be like, oh, well, I could wait four hours or I could pay $10 and get to the front of the line. So... I don't, I don't even know how much it will be. I just threw out $10. They have not actually told us how much it will be. And they said that it will, it will change depending on crowd levels and things like that. So it'll be interesting to see how it all works. Interesting to see how expensive it is. Um, I don't anticipate that our family will use it very often, but occasionally, I don't know. We might. I know that um, when I'm visiting Walt Disney World for the 50th, mid-October, the Ratatouille ride will be up and running and you will be able to pay for um, entrance to that ride, for guaranteed entrance to that ride. Um, So I might do that. They said there'll also be a virtual queue. So if I don't get into the virtual queue, I'll only be there one day. I was made this trip in hopes of riding on ratatouille so i would probably pay however much to be able to ride it but it's just me if i had my family of six i don't know that would be a different story if i have to cough up 120 bucks to ride just one ride so you know um we'll just see what happens see how it all shakes out uh i think i mean i think it's annoying and it's frustrating but i also like that it's an option for people who maybe only visit once in a lifetime and they really wanted to experience Rise of the Resistance. Now they have the option to and if they decide beforehand that they're just going to pay for it and put that in their budget and I don't know I think that it will be worth it to a lot of families not worth it to others and 
I just like that there's the choice though. Um, it really bothered me with the boarding groups and the virtual queues that if you didn't get in, then you didn't get to ride that day. I was always frustrated by that and I thought that there should be some other system that if you chose to wait, even if it's five hours, then you had that option. But now I guess there's options, so I like that. Um, in other Disney news, the Marius Nights tickets went on sale for Disney's new Christmas party, Disneyland's new Christmas party that's going to be taking place this holiday season. I got tickets and I'm so excited to go. I have been reading all about this party. It's called Marius Nights and it sounds amazing. I talked all about it in the last episode, so I'm not going to go into it, but I was able to get tickets for opening night, so I will be there and I'm really excited. It's, I think it's going to be great. Um, so hopefully if you were wanting to get tickets, you were able to snag those. They were so expensive. I paid $175 for my Marius Nights ticket, but it was just me. If I had to do that times six for my family, we would not be going to Marius Nights. So luckily my kids don't even know about Marius Nights. So they don't even know what they're missing. And I will be with them at Disneyland over Thanksgiving. And so they're going to get to experience all of the holiday magic at the Disneyland Resort minus the Christmas party. And they won't even know that they're missing out. So I think it'll work out just great. All right, today I'm going to be talking about all the things that you should buy before you go on your Disney trip. So there's lots of things. I mean, Disney has you covered. If you forget something or need something, guaranteed they have it, but it's going to be extra expensive. So I put together a list of all the things that you should buy before you go on your trip so you can take them with you. You'll save money because you won't have to purchase them. Plus you'll save time because you're not running around trying to find the things that you need. So I have a whole list of things that you can buy beforehand and I think it will be really helpful. So let's take a quick break and when we get back, we'll jump right into that. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix In Some Magic. If you know me at all, you know that I love Getaway Today. They are my travel partner. They partner with Disneyland and they are one of the only places that you can get discount Disney tickets. Plus, they have amazing deals on hotels. And I just had to tell you that right now, things are tough for hotels in Anaheim. Um, conferences aren't happening and so they don't have all of those conventions and conferences and business travel because of COVID and they're struggling. And because of that, I mean, it's bad for them, but it's good for us because there are some amazing deals on hotels right now. Um, hotels want you to come. They're dying for you to come. So they are offering really great rates. So if you have any plans to travel or you're thinking that you just might want to, now's the time to make plans. Uh, Disneyland is amazing in the fall. It's one of my favorite times to visit, if not my favorite. Halloween in full swing and crowd levels are lower. The weather's starting to cool down. It's amazing. It's a great time to visit. And if you visit between now and October 31st, you can get an extra day free at the parks 
plus you get an extra night free at select hotels. There's so many great deals. There's never been a better time to go to Disneyland and there's never been a cheaper time to go to Disneyland. So if Disneyland's been on your bucket list, this might be the time to check it all out. I'm gonna put a link in the show notes, but give them a try. Check out their prices, give them a call, and if you are booking a package, which means a hotel and park tickets, then you can use my code MSM10, get an additional $10 off. You can buy more churros. It's going to be great. So check them out. They also have amazing deals to Walt Disney World, great packages, great hotels. You can even stay on property at either of the resorts. They have deals on property. So they're really a great resource, plus you save money. Plus, they're so great. Their customer service. Did I already say that? I can't talk about them enough. Their customer service is amazing. So check them out. They also do price matching. So if you find a better deal, you can call them and they'll beat it. They do price monitoring. So if you book a vacation and then they prices drop, you know, in three months before you go, they are automatically monitoring prices and they will email you and tell you the price dropped and send you a refund. It's happened to me more than once. It's a great email to get. The vacation you booked is now cheaper and we're going to refund the difference. So you really can't go wrong. Check them out. There's a link in my show notes. All right, welcome back. Let's get into this list of mine. Um, I will put a link in the show notes. I've got links to all of the products that I'm talking about in case you want to check them out. This is in no particular order, just things that I have found that are helpful to buy before we go to the Disney parks. The first thing is snacks. Snacks are everywhere at Disney, of course, but they are expensive. And so we like to bring a lot of our own snacks when we're traveling as a family. I also bring full lunches for everybody. Um, It just saves so much money. So you can bring in any kind of food or drinks, non-alcoholic, of course, into the Disney parks, but no glass containers. So really, they're very, very flexible, which I appreciate so much because there's lots of other parks that won't let you bring in anything. Even the local pool that we go to, if they see you with any outside food, they will ask you to leave, which is ridiculous. Come on. Um, so I really appreciate that Disney is not like that. You can bring things in. We have a cooler backpack that we fill up with anything that might melt in the sun when it's hot, you know, like cheese sticks and drinks we want to keep cold and applesauce pouches and things like that. But then I also bring other snacks like fruit snacks and granola bars and chips and cookies, things like that so that we have them on hand and they're ready to go. Um, I always bring a beef jerky because sometimes I just need some protein and I don't want anything sweet. So protein helps balance it out. So we bring all of our own snacks. We do occasionally get a treat or two when we travel as a family, of course, and then we usually buy one meal in the park, but that's enough for us. We got to save our money so that we can go back (laughs) again on a different day. A few years ago, we visited Disney World with my husband's parents, and they our grandparents and they like to spoil the grandkids and they're like can we please just spoil them we don't see them very often so just let us splurge and (laughs) spoil them and they did by buying them treats and snacks at every turn 
And my poor kids, like beforehand, they didn't know what a Mickey pretzel tasted like or Mickey ice cream bars because we usually did not buy those things because it adds up when you have four kids. And they were happy with the snacks that I had brought. And so uh, my father-in-law, every time we turned around, he was like, look, there's Mickey pretzels. Let's buy them. Oh, look, there's churros. And who wants popcorn? And who wants a Mickey bar break? And... Uh, my kids were in heaven. We were all in heaven. It was amazing. Uh, and I had to keep telling them, uh, just so you know, this does not happen when you are visiting with just mom and dad. So this is a one-time thing. Get used to it. But it did kind of spoil us a bit. And now we know how good everything is. And so we do splurge a bit more than we used to. I just budget that in so that we make sure that now we buy a treat or a snack or something like that at least once a day because my kids now, now they know the difference between my package of pretzels and a Mickey pretzel. So we budget that in and make sure we splurge a little bit, but it's always a good idea to have your own snacks. Saves a ton of money and much cheaper than buying them in the parks. All right, character costumes. If your kids are a fan of any of the Disney characters, the princesses or the Star Wars characters or the Avengers, you're going to want to bring a little costume for them and buy it beforehand. Buy it on Amazon, buy it at Walmart. Um, they're going to want to dress up and of course they have costumes for you for sale at Disneyland or Disney World, but it's going to cost you and they're way more expensive than if you just bought it on Amazon. So if you think your child might want to dress up, then go ahead and buy the costume beforehand. It'll save you a ton of money. And my kids loved to dress up when they were little. The girls would be so excited and we would carry their princess dresses in our backpacks and then before we went to meet the princesses, we would throw on their princess dress and they would wear it for a while and super cute. So if your kids are interested, buy them beforehand. You won't be, you won't be sorry. One thing I used to do when my kids were little is I would go to the store the day after Halloween and I would buy costumes on clearance because I don't know about you, but my kids lived in costumes when they were little. They were always wearing them around the house. Everywhere we went, they wanted to wear these different superhero costumes or princess, whatever it was. And so I would go the day after Halloween, buy a bunch of costumes, and then I would wrap them up and give them to them for Christmas. And they were so thrilled. So we always had lots of costumes around our house and we were able to take them to Disney with us when we visited. So it worked out perfectly. Cooling towels are next on the list. If you're going when it's hot at all, you're going to want these. They saved our butts at Disney World when we were there last October, and then I've since used them at Disneyland more than once. I don't know how they do it. It's this fabric. It doesn't make your clothes wet, but it stays cool, so I just get them wet at the hotel before we go, put them in a Ziploc bag, and then we can re-wet them in the bathrooms as we need to. They're machine washable, and they're amazing. You just drape it around your neck, and it instantly cools you off. I've seen people using them, and I'm like, how helpful can they be? Super, super helpful. I'm here to tell you, especially if you have kids that are prone to overheat. Um, I have a little niece who has red hair and she, if she even gets the tiniest bit hot, she just completely falls apart. She's four years old. And so my sister has made sure that when they visit the Disney parks, they take her when it's a not hot because it's so difficult for her. But if they do have to be out and about, then these cooling towels are lifesavers. So make sure if you're going when it's hot, have a cooling towel. 
Lanyards and Disney pins. Now, this is kind of like iffy for some people. Um, some people are like Disney pin purists, but I'm not one of those people. So if you are interested or your kids are interested in pin trading, then they have all these sets that you can buy at the Disney parks that come with a lanyard and four or five Disney pins to get you started. Um, the lanyards are super cute. They have tons of different choices. And then the pins, of course, they have tons of different options. They're very expensive though. So the idea is that you can wear this lanyard around with the pins on it. And then there's different pin trading stations set up all throughout the parks. And you can go to the station and you can trade pins with the cast members. So you take one of your pins and you trade it for one of theirs. Um, we have not done this much. My kids were not ever that interested. They loved the lanyards. And they loved the pins, but they never liked the idea of giving away their pins, even for a different one. They like all loved the pins that they had and they didn't want to trade them. And they kind of like were, they didn't even like the idea of trading it. They're like, why would I give away this pin that I love so much? Like, well, then you could get this pin that you like. And they're like, no, that doesn't, why would I do that? So for my kids, they didn't, they didn't get it. They didn't enjoy it. So we never did it. They did like to wear their lanyards around with the pins in the parks. Um, don't put too many kit pins on your kids' lanyards though because they get stinking heavy. And then they end up in your backpack all day. And before you know it, you're carrying around four lanyards filled with super heavy pins and it's weighing you down. So there's a little tip. Don't put too many pins on your kids' lanyards because you're you're probably going to end up carrying them at some point during the day, and so you want to lighten your load. But anyway, so you can buy these expensive pins at the Disney parks and online, and they're authentic Disney pins. Or you can go on Amazon, and you can buy pins on Amazon, and they may or may not be authentic Disney pins. You just don't know. And you get them in a huge bunch. I think you, I mean, you can buy them in all different amounts. They're very inexpensive, especially compared to the park. And you just kind of, they send you a bunch and you get what you get. You can pick out your very favorites. And my kids loved this. They loved getting a big bag of pins and sorting through them and picking out their favorites. Um, I don't know if they're all real or not. I don't really care. To me, it was just the fun of having the pin. We're not trying to like resell them or do anything like that. So it didn't matter to me if they were real or not. There's people out there who are very concerned about if the pins are real and collecting them and things like that. And that's just not us. So it didn't matter to us. My kids had a lot of fun with this. Plus, I would use it as little um, rewards. We did... I guess it's kind of a reward. I don't know. Uh, Tinkerbell would come and visit my kids at the parks when they were sleeping if they were good during the day and didn't fall apart in line and things like that. So it was just a, another little way to bring magic into our Disney trips. We called it Tinkerbell. And so at night while the kids were sleeping, I would put something out like a new Disney shirt for them to wear the next day or um, some cute little Disney socks or maybe some new pins, things like that. And then when they woke up, Tinkerbell had visited and they were so excited because they had something new. So we would use Disney pins sometimes for our Tinkerbell gifts. All right, next is small toys, glow sticks, things like that. Lines can get long, especially for little kids. And if you have a few little toys that they don't know about, hopefully they've never seen them before, and you can pull them out 
<laughs> makes a huge difference. Gives them a little something to distract them, keep them busy, something new to play with. And you can find a ton of little toys on Amazon. I've also found really great little figures at the dollar store. Um, whenever McDonald's does their little Happy Meal toys and it's Disney themed, then I will go and I'll get some Happy Meal toys. You don't even have to buy a Happy Meal. Did you know that? You can just go in and buy the toys. So I will buy a few toys. I don't tell my kids about them. Just keep them in my Disney stuff. And then when we visit, I have these cute little Disney themed toys that I can pull out and give to them. And they're not worth much money. So if they end up losing them or they break, it doesn't really matter. The whole idea was something fun to keep them happy and distracted while they are in line. And I know that right now McDonald's is doing their 50th... Disney World celebration and the Happy Meal toys are all Disney themed. They've got 50 different choices, not choices. They don't let you choose. Sometimes they'll let you dig through the little bin of toys if you ask them and want to switch them out. But there's a lot of people out there that are trying to collect all 50. I am not one of them, but I am going to be heading to McDonald's at some point and I'll just get a few of the toys to add to my Disney box. Um, even though my kids are older now, they don't really care um if I pulled out a Disney toy now they would not be impressed um but when they were little they loved it but I still keep some with me when I go with nieces and nephews or things like that because uh, they're really fun to have and I usually do just bring a few just in case I see a kid falling apart in line I can just <laughs> hand their parents this toy and be like here you go I brought you a gift maybe it will help um things like glow sticks are also fun to have bubbles there's going to be these amazing bubble wands at the Disney parks that they sell that are super cute. Your kids are going to want them. Also expensive. Um, but if you have a little bottle of bubbles, maybe that'll work just as well. Worth a shot, right? All right, next is a water bottle. Water bottles, you got to be hydrated. And so we always like to bring our own. Um, I often just bring the little plastic throwaway water bottles so I can freeze them the night before and keep things cold. Um, there's people who don't like the plastic water bottles and so if you are interested, bring your own water bottle. They have water bottle refilling stations throughout. All of the quick service restaurants will give you ice and water for free in cups. On hot days, they have them ready to go so you can just grab them and then fill up your water bottles that way. But there are some super cute Disney-themed water bottles on Amazon. And I don't even usually drink out of those water bottles, but now I'm like thinking I should start just because the water bottles are so cute. Um, so there'll be a link in the article on my show notes if you want to check out those cute water bottles. Oh man, I'm just staring at them right now and thinking I need a Disney-themed water bottle. All right, a portable charger is also on the list. You're going to need that. Your phone is going to be drained of battery from using the app, using photos, taking photos, I mean, all that stuff. It's going to drain your battery, and you're going to need to recharge it. So I always have a portable charger that I bring with me every single visit. I buy mine on Amazon. Um, then I just charge it up at the hotel. They work really great. One problem that I ran into on our last visit, which has never happened to me before, we went on um, Grizzly River Run and I had my phone in the bag, but apparently the charger got wet. Not the portable charger, but the charging cord is what I mean. The cord got wet. I didn't, I mean, it's never crossed my mind that this would even happen. So I went to go charge my phone and the my phone a little 
notice popped up and said we can't charge it because there's water in the power cord <laughs> and I was like uh-oh that's no good because my phone was dying and I needed it and so I spent about 45 minutes walking around with my power cord just shaking it trying to get water out get it to dry out and finally it gave me the option to override it and charge it anyway and I was like well I guess I'm gonna go for that so I did it and everything seems fine I mean so far so maybe put your portable charger and your charging cord in a little Ziploc bag. Just a thought. Uh, I didn't even know that could happen, but there you go. They do have fuel rods available at the parks. Um, if you need, you know, if you forget your portable charger or something like that, but they are fairly expensive and I just prefer to have my own so I can charge it when I'm ready to and I don't have to worry about running around the parks trying to find um, a fuel rod station. All right, a cooler backpack. I know I've talked about this before. Um, if you're going to be carrying a backpack anyway, might as well have it be a cooler backpack so you can have cold drinks and other things that are cold. Um, Disney's amazing with backpacks because you can take them on every single ride, no exceptions. And I love that about Disney. Uh, you can also just get a locker and put them in a locker. You don't have to carry a backpack around all day if you don't want to. Totally up to you. We used to just stuff our backpack in the bottom of our stroller. Now my kids don't use a stroller anymore, so we make my oldest sons carry around the cooler backpack. It works out perfectly. Another thing you're going to want to think about buying before you show up at the Disney parks are Disney apparel, Disney shirts, Disney sweatshirts, things like that. Everybody has them on. Even those husbands that don't want to wear Disney merchandise, for some reason it's okay and they'll wear it at Disneyland. So you're going to want to buy them beforehand. Obviously they have them for sale. They're very expensive at the parks, but you can find great ones. They have them at Walmart. They have them on Amazon. They have them at Kohl's. They have them everywhere. So before your trip, just keep an eye out for Disney merchandise. There's also amazing shirts on Etsy that you can have custom made. So many cute options. So check them out. Buy some Disney shirts before you show up. And then I like, like I said before, I always buy a few that are surprises that I can pull out for my kids and it helps them with their gimmies, I guess. So they're not feeling like they need everything they see at the park because they already got a cute new thing to wear that morning and so then somehow they're satisfied by that. Ponchos, of course, are on the list. Buy them on Amazon, buy them at the dollar store, buy them at Walmart. I don't care where you buy them, but you need to have a poncho. Somehow on a visit recently, I didn't have one with me and I, I when I was packing, I knew I didn't have one. Uh, I didn't want to take the time to run to the store and buy one and I thought, I don't need it, it'll be fine. And then I show up at the parks and I realize that I'm wearing white pants and I'm gonna be going on Splash Mountain. Well, guess what? You can't go on Splash Mountain if you're wearing white pants. <laughs> you can't. It doesn't work out. So I ended up having to buy an expensive poncho because I wanted to ride Splash Mountain. And I was just kicking myself because I could have had a dollar poncho. And instead, I think I paid $15 for this poncho. So buy a poncho beforehand. Even if you don't end up using it, you're going to be happy you have it. A portable fan is also on my list is something I never knew that I always needed kind of like the cooling towels I'd seen people with them I thought you're just blowing hot air in your face how helpful is that 
guess what? You're not blowing hot air in your face. Somehow it's cool and it makes a huge difference. So get yourself a little portable fan. They have little rechargeable ones. They are amazing. I got mine on Amazon. It's perfect. I will not go to Disney in the heat without one. Another thing you're going to want to make sure you have if you have small children is a stroller. You're going to need a stroller. Their kids can't walk 10 miles a day, I promise. Even if they're great walkers, it can't be done. So bring a stroller with you. That'll save you over having to rent one of the Disney strollers. Even if you just buy a cheap umbrella stroller on Amazon before you go and then give it to Goodwill when you get home, it's going to be helpful. You're going to be glad that you had it and your kids are going to be glad that you have it too. I think that's about it. If you have all those things, you will be well prepared and good to go. So I will put a link to the article where I have links and talk more about each of those items in the show notes. You can check them out. And guess what? Next week I will be at Disneyland. I'm so excited. I'll be there for the Oogie Boogie Bash. I'm going on a girls trip. So it'll be so fun to hang out with some ladies at Disneyland. I'm excited to experience all the Halloween things it's just going to be great. I just need to get my ankle feeling better. I was diagnosed with Achilles tendonitis yesterday. Uh, that doesn't feel good. And so I'm trying to rest it up and ice it and do my stretches and all the things that I'm supposed to do so that I can be good to walk 10 to 12 miles at Disney next week. So keep your fingers crossed for me. I'm sure it'll be just great. All I need is a little Advil and some ice and I will be able to power through. Um, so next week I will be there. Make sure you follow along on Instagram. And if you are not signed up for my newsletter, you need to sign up because I do a giveaway every single month and it's just fun. Who doesn't love some magic mail? All you have to do is sign up for the newsletter then you're automatically entered each and every month. So make sure you do that. I'll put a link for that in my show notes as well. And that's about it. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon.